quality of mercy by william shakespeare the quality of mercy is not strained it droppeth as the gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath it is twice blessed it blesseth him that gives and him that takes it is mightiest in the mightiest it becomes the throned monarch better than his crown his scepter shows the force of temporal power the attribute to awe and majesty wherein doth sit the dread and fear of kings but mercy is above this sceptered sway it is enthroned in the hearts of kings it is an attribute to god himself and earthly power doth then show likest gods when mercy seasons justice William Shakespeare Seven Ages of Man by William Shakespeare All the world is a stage and all the men and women merely players they have the exits and entrances and one man in his time plays many parts his acts being seven ages at first the infant mewling and puking in the nurse's arms then the whining schoolboy with his satchel and shining morning face creeping like snail unwillingly to school and then the lover sighing like a furnace with a woeful ballad made to his mistress's eyebrow then a soldier full of strange oaths and bearded like the pard jealous in honor sudden and quick in quarrel seeking the bubble reputation even in the cannon's mouth and then the justice in fair round belly with good cap on lined with eyes severe and beard of formal cut full of wise sauce and modern instances and so he plays his part the sixth age shifts into the lean and slippered pantaloon with spectacles on nose and pouch on side his youthful hose well saved a world too wide for his shrunk shank and his big manly voice turning again towards childish trouble pipes and whistles in his sound last scene of all that ends the strange eventful history is second childishness and mere oblivion sans teeth sans eyes sans taste sans everything by william shakespeare to be or not to be that is the question william shakespeare to be or not to be that is the question whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them to die to sleep no more and by a sleep to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to it is a consummation devoutly to be wished to die to sleep to sleep perchance to dream i there is the rub 
for in that sleep of death what dreams may come when we have shuffled off this mortal coil must give us pause there is the respect that makes a calamity of so long life for who would bear the whips and scorns of time the oppressor's wrong the proud man's contumely the pangs of despised love the law's delay the insolence of office and the spurns that patient merit of the unworthy takes when he himself might his quietus make with a bare bodkin who would fardels bear to grunt and sweat under a weary life but that the dread of something after death the undiscovered country from whose bourne no traveler returns puzzles the will and makes us rather bear those ills we have than fly to others that we know not of thus conscience does make cowards of us all and thus the native hue of resolution is sicklied over with the pale cast of thought and enterprises of great pitch and moment with this regard the currents turn awry and lose the name of action by william shakespeare tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by william shakespeare tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time and all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death out out brief candle life is but a walking shadow a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more it is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing by william shakespeare